Play fake. Standing in the end zone. He's in trouble. He tries to left-hand it out. It's intercepted by Molden. Touchdown, Titans! Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 zone. Woo, man, that's got me fired up. And you know what? The guy who scored that touchdown is on the other end of the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline right now. Elijah Molden joins us. Elijah, how in the world are you doing, man? Welcome into the show. Man, I'm doing great. Appreciate you all having me. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, <laughs> this has been the longest season in NFL history. It's been the longest one. Let me ask you, uh, as a rookie, how are you feeling after your rookie season being the longest one in history? No, it, it definitely feels like it, especially with the um, with the COVID season last year. I only played four games last year. So going from that to <laughs> yeah. preseason wow. plus now, it's like if I don't have a, a one day at a one day at a time type of mentality, then it gets overwhelming. So I just take it one day at a time. So we heard that highlight, which was such a fantastic play by yourself and really, you know, your defensive teammates forcing the pressure and just everything that went down on that. But let me ask you, did you have a, a welcome to the NFL moment this year? A lot of rookies talk about that, like, okay, this is when it really hit me. Um, I mean, really, it was like, prob- you know, probably like the – early in the season cuz the you know going to preseason everyone was do I was doing well and you know I was I was going against guys but you know it wasn't like boom right off the bat you know you got you're going against starters in Arizona you're going against Russell Wilson blah 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 so it was like baptism by fire that's the way I look <laughs> at it and um I'm I mean I'm really glad it happened I know I know it kind of jump started um my career and I'm excited for for uh learning and growing well, it seemed like as soon as you started to get your chance, though, we saw you immediately start to make plays. So, you know, whatever nerves, whatever there might have been, you just jumped right into the fire and literally started making plays immediately. Yeah, I mean, no, the nerves are still there, thankfully, too, because, like, that's what allows me to uh, be instinctive and, and make plays. I just got to trust myself and, and to go out there and make them. Elijah Molden, our guest, Titans defensive back. You can follow him on Twitter at Elijah Molden 24 well, Elijah, man, thanks for coming on. I guess, you know, firstly, did you set any goals? I, You know, I know I set, you know, minor goals, and I kind of exceeded those goals coming in. I just wanted to be a special team guy and, and then mm-hmm. eventually get up playing a little bit more. Did you have any goals coming to the season? Maybe after you did, like, uh, you know, uh, mini camp, and then once you got to training camp, you say, oh, these are the things I need to work on. So then you came back a little more prepared for the NFL game. You know, I, I think so. I, I keep a lot of my personal goals just to myself. Uh-huh. Um, I just that's just something I've always done. I feel like if I, if I talk about them, then part of, part of me kind of, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's not it's not as special. You know what I mean? So, um, but in terms of just kind of like the broad goals I set for myself, I wanted to like help the team any way I could, and and um, you know, like just keep on developing my role. I wanted to get better throughout the season. I feel like I've been doing that. I appreciate that answer, Elijah, man. I appreciate it. A lot of people always ask me this, uh, you know, parents, and that is uh, when you're playing defensive back, kind of give us a hint into the the psychology of it. Uh, When you get beat for a play or a touchdown, tell us how you kind of process that information and able to come back and then make a play maybe the next series or so. Kind of take people through what you do to help you be uh, as good of a player that you are. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just remind myself that like the game is really long, you know what I mean? And and also the best players in the, in the game have gotten beat. You know what I mean? You're never going to have a, a perfect, a perfect game, a uh, perfect season. So 
you know, after those plays, which are inevitable, it's like there's yep. there's still a lot of ball left to go out there and kind of make up for it. Um, and yeah, it's easier said than done, too. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. as a competitor, we like to kind of hold on to that and and uh, you know run it run it over in our minds. But ultimately, I feel like if we, if you ruminate on it, then it'll affect your your playmaking ability in the future. Has it the game uh, slowed at some part of the season for you? When I know he talked about the aha moment, but like for me, I got in the game. It took me about two or three games for where I felt like, uh oh, the game feels like college now. I'm now I'm about to take off, and it's exactly what happened. And sometimes it never really happens. You're always kind of mm-hmm. fighting against it. Uh, did that ever happen to you where you realize it starts slowing down for you? Yeah, I feel like. Not it didn't necessarily slow down. It's just I got faster mentally. Got you. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. kind of, especially like playing playing nickel or, or safety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you always have to have your head on a swivel. It's kind of like it's kind of like juggling. You know what I mean. You got to yeah. be able to adapt and and be flexible. So um, that's just something that kind of ha- having that analogy as like a you know you're juggling multiple mm-hmm. uh, possibilities and situations that that has helped me. Yeah, processing a lot of information and getting all your tea leaves together and going through your checklist immediately at a drop of a hat mm-hmm. is exactly what you're talking about. And that's what great players have that can do that and think on their feet and quickly, by the way, especially being a defensive back when it's the hardest position on the field physically. I guess, mm-hmm. break down lastly for me, give us a little bit about Cincy's passing game and what you have to do to be effective. Yeah, I mean, obviously they play with a lot of confidence for good reason. You know, they've been, they've been lighting up the league, um, so we you know we know it's a big challenge for us, and they're going to give us a lot of opportunities just f- just from how much they throw the ball. Um, you know, with that being said, they can also run it. They got you know they got a great running back over there, so um, it's a challenge that we you know we're prepared for, and you know we've been we've been doing our thing since you know since we got the uh, since we got the uh, information that we were playing them earlier in the week. Oh, I can ask you one more thing. They were talking about walk walk off music and everything else. If you were playing a song for you when they call you in the starting lineup, what would be your song? Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Man, I don't have. You, you oh, gotta get give me, me come on. <laughs> well, just give. Uh, a, well, well, give us something you listen to in the locker room, maybe to you know relax you or whatever you do to before a game. No, I was, I was just talking to um, man, someone about this like. I don't really even listen to music. I don't listen to music a whole lot right now because it's always playing in the locker room. Like I don't have. To, oh, got you, got you, got you. I, I don't have to find these songs because KB's always got you know the speaker going. <laughs> uh, there you have it. Well, with Elijah Molding and Defensive Back for the Tennessee Titans. It it seems like there's such great chemistry in that defensive back room, and and, and I've heard different guys talk about how they've been helped by other guys throughout this year. But what's it like to join a room like that full of so many veterans and, and to have guys who are, you know, helping and passing on knowledge and, and, and being such good teammates? Oh, it, it's made so it's made all the difference. You know, I think there's so many people I can I can just talk about within that room. Um, but it just all goes back to trust. You know what I mean? I, I think we, we trust one another and then um just you know, what I, I just I ask a lot of questions, whether that's from <laughs> um you know, Buster, KB, like they all have a, a different perspective, and um, they're just so willing to help. And and um, I, I've definitely felt that chemistry go up throughout the year. Elijah Molden, our guest, Titans defensive back. You, you mentioned Buster. Uh, Elijah, you, you guys had 91 dudes who played in games yeah. this year for this team. How were you guys able? Because sometimes a guy just came off the couch 
and then and then some in some cases started. How have you guys been able to acclimate guys out there in the lineup and then play effectively for you? Well, I think, you know, Buster, he's played for such a long time in the league that he, you know, he's able to con- he's able to come into a new system like ours and still play fast just because he's seen a lot of football. And, you know, a lot of times when – a lot of times in the league it's like stuff repeats itself. It's just kind of different verbiage for the same thing. So he – I mean, the way he kind of like um, came in and started – contributing right away it was like you know that that was it was, it was definitely something to, um to admire from my perspective well and he seems like you and that he's a very versatile player that's got to be something you take pride in that you can really go out there and play multiple roles in the defense yeah and and he's helped me with that a lot too like he's helped me um break down different you know different techniques and different situations so he He's been a, a veteran who's like I, I can tell in a couple of years looking back, you know, um, I'll try and be a veteran like him. Elijah Molden, our guest here on Blaine and Mickey talking some Titans football ahead of Saturday's game against the Bengals. Well, Elijah, I, I know you're a West Coast guy, so do your yeah. does your family uh, get you get over here to watch a lot of games? You have to get tickets for a lot of games, or they just kind of come randomly when they have free time. I'm trying to no, give me some yeah. tickets, man, just in case you got your right. couple, no, man. All right. No, no don't, don't go. You'll resell them for a lot of money there. Uh, no, I, uh, yeah, my, my mom, she manages it. She's been out here a couple times, really. So she's coming out again with my my uh, my two youngest siblings. They're 8 and eight and 11, so they don't appreciate the game as much as um, right. as much as my older siblings, but they're they're looking forward to coming, so they, they get in tomorrow morning. Ah, well, that's pretty cool to get that kind of support. I was wondering, man, what's the loudest game you've ever played in? And it could be in college. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be in high school if it was. And the reason why I ask that because I think this stadium is going to be rocking like it was back in my day, and you couldn't right. even hear each other, especially on defense. So I want to hear the loudest game you played in and what issues mm-hmm. did it have, and did y'all create some hand signals out there? Yep, yeah, I'd probably say... You know, in college, like a lot of those stadiums, they got the way it's built. It's like a like a dome, so mm-hmm. the, so it echoes. So Austin is really loud, and then we had a game versus Stanford at home that was really loud. Um, but in terms of at at home, there was I think the Bills game this year got really loud, um, and then the Seahawks game away as well. I gave you four answers, but no, I'm looking forward to um, you know the noise we can bring. On Saturday, that always helps the defense. Right. Talk talk a little bit about that, how that helps, and also how it may can hurt to a certain extent if you if you view it that way. Uh, because for me, it was you know always like, man, I can't hear the checks, I can't hear what they're saying. You know, the quarterback is up here. You know, you start you know stealing some of the information uh, when you're out there. So there's also yeah. issues like that. Yeah, well, I think kind of what we were talking about earlier, like in terms of the chemistry being built throughout the year. Now, like a lot of the times, I'll I'll know what um, KB or Imani are, are are make. I know their checks before they even have to make them. Mm-hmm. So we're on the same page a lot of the time. And then in terms of like what that does to an offense, you know they can they can jump off sides or, or kind of um, you know miscommunication errors and stuff like that. All right, before we let you go, I have to do this. I don't know if you can even simulate this in your mind. Let's just use the uh, the interception versus the Colts. Mm-hmm. Go through when you lined up everything that you communicated and what you were thinking 
before the ball was snapped and then take us through the play and then what happened and then you intercepted and went and ran for a touchdown. It was easy. So kind of take us through all this going through your mind. Just as fast as I'm talking, that's about as fast <laughs> as you think and I know it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was like a, like a money linebacker during right. that play. Yep. So the nickel is usually the one who's doing a lot of the communication. So I just lined up opposite of him. Uh, I, I looked at the formation and saw that my guy, we were in man coverage, so he was – close to the to the offensive lineman I knew he was going to end up chipping I wouldn't have to really cover him too far down the field so he chipped and then I saw Bud and everyone else had pressure on him I saw a lineman start to get out and try and block me so I knew it was a version of a screen made a miss and then saw um, the ball up in the air and that was it and it all happened in five seconds so mm. Mm. So when you jump for the ball, you're just like, "Oh man, there it is! Oh, I'm gonna go get it!" You, I mean, you that's not you were just like, "Oh, there's the ball! I'm gonna go get it." I, well, I got punched right in the stomach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I made the play and like I wanted to celebrate, but like I I really couldn't breathe. It was it was so horrible. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Well, there you have it. There's Elijah Molden. Quick on his feet and uh, uh, moves just as fast. And uh, he just makes sure he doesn't want to get punched in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, I, Elijah. I did want to ask you this before you go. I, I looked. Your dad had a great NFL career. A lot of people certainly remember him, Alex. Um, he only got to play in two postseason games. Has he kind of told you about the significance, like what a big deal this is, that even as a rookie you're going to get to suit up and play in the NFL postseason? Oh, 100%. He just says how lucky I am. Mm. Like he, you know, he played for you know teams that weren't like you said. They, most of the time, he he wasn't playing on like winning teams. I think he one of his only um, playoff win was with Coach Hazlitt, who's here now. So we've yeah. we've kind of had fun talking about it. But um, no, I mean he just says you know take it all in, soak it up. Like it's not it's not like this for everyone, especially your rookie year. Well, did they give you any hints though that how the postseason, the playoffs? The game speeds up a little bit even faster. Has somebody yep, told that, you that? Yeah, he he did. He said he was like, for whatever reason, everything is just, you know, everything happens quicker. Uh, everyone's more efficient. And there there's just a different um, underlying feeling. I feel like you can even just feel that from watching at home. So. All right. Uh, one last one before we go. I know fans are super excited about the return of Derek. Not just him, Elijah. The team, I guess, didn't have anybody who missed practice yesterday. It's got to be exciting to see the team as healthy as it is right now. Uh, and maybe there is a little bit of a of a of a pickup, maybe a pick me up to see a, a guy like Derek able to come back and contribute. Yeah, I think you know, I think of course he gives a lot. He gives a, he gives us a lot of confidence on both sides of the ball. Just uh, you know the type of leader he is and um, his presence on the field, you know. So, you know, we this is definitely a week where, you know, it's sudden death. So, um, you know, people say the season's a marathon, but right now it's just it's a sprint every week. So uh, I'm gonna go out there and sell out. Well, we hope to see hope to see you guys sprint to a win on Saturday. It's been a lot of fun watching you play, and uh, great getting to know you a little bit on the air today. Thank you, buddy, and. Uh, Best of luck on Saturday. Yeah, good luck, man. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. No, thank you both for having me. Appreciate yes, sir. It. And hey, happy upcoming birthday. We understand you're about to be 23. Uh, what next weekend? So uh, happy early yeah. birthday. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, thank sir. You. Elijah Molden. Follow him on Twitter at Elijah Molden 24. That'll get it for you. Titans defensive back.